Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everybody to On Texas Football. I'm your host, Blake Monroe, where I'm joined by CJ Vogel. And CJ, we both froze a little bit this morning out there at Texas Junior Day. It was very cold. I think we're a little bit warmer now than what we were but before we get to junior day some big portal news brewing can you tell everybody about that yes it is expected on texas football has heard from a source out of tucson that it is expected that texas will host arizona portal transfer uh, defensive lineman tio olia sevilla mm-hmm. i pray to god i got that name pronunciated <laughs> correctly because i've been practicing for the last couple minutes but uh, Sevilla, uh, a defensive lineman out of Arizona, entering the portal yesterday, uh, obviously familiar with uh, Johnny Nansen, uh, familiar with uh, what he brought to the table now at Texas as a linebackers coach. He was the defensive coordinator at Arizona last year. Uh, six tackles for loss, one and a half sacks. Uh, production doesn't necessarily stand off, you know, stand off the page to you, but it is a capable defensive line body that you can throw into the interior and see production uh, next season. If you were to join the Longhorns, he is expected to arrive later this evening. We expect him uh, to, to, to go through his visit and meet with the Texas staff uh, later tonight and into tomorrow as well. So big news out of the portal, uh, Texas, as we've mentioned, still looking for a defensive line prospect uh, to add to their roster for 2024. They might have their eyes set on Sevilla coming in this evening. And that's interesting to me, CJ, because, I mean, when he first entered the portal, a lot of the the chatter that you heard immediately was Arizona State. So Texas getting into the mix there and putting their hat or their name in the hat, I guess you could say. Yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. That was the initial word that we that I had heard last night was Arizona State looked like it was going to be uh, a team to beat for Sevilla. Uh, But we've talked about long and hard about how uh, Texas needs to ramp up what they have on the interior defensive line. Uh, we, I don't believe that they'll be done if Sevilla is added to the group, but it certainly would be a step in the right direction to getting that room to where it needs to be specifically from a depth perspective. Oh, for sure. No doubt about that. Well, you know, that was some unexpected portal news, but let's talk about unexpected visitors. And there was a couple on campus out of state visitors at that. And we're going to start with uh, Blaine Bradford, who a lot of services have ranked as the number one safety and really a top five, top 10 type player. What do you know about Bradford? Well, I know he was a surprise to see on campus, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Texas is continuing to recruit Louisiana very hard. That is one of the spots that our Rod Babers likes to bring up a lot. They have the most NFL talent per capita of any area in the United States, mm-hmm. specifically at the defensive back category, in which you can go into Louisiana and start targeting one of the top defensive backs in the state. Good things often turn out that way, and we've <laughs> certainly seen it this past season on the field with Derek Williams. Uh, Texas is hosting Bradford. Blake Gideon doing a great job of getting him on campus uh, and, and letting him see what Texas is really all about for the first time in person. A really important addition to the visitors list as well. Yeah, no doubt. And then Gavin Nix, the IMG Academy 2025 linebacker, and we both ran into him. 
And uh, it, one thing that really jumped out to me, and we, we posted a video on Twitter of that interview, uh, but, you know, him talking about his former teammates, Jordan Johnson, Rubel and Jarrett Gibson, who both were at IMG last season, they're already recruiting him hard for the Longhorns. Of course, he's already hearing from Miami and Florida State, an impressive prospect, no doubt. But, you know, those te- those Florida kids that are Texas kids now, I guess you could say, they're all over him already. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. They certainly are. And I, I think you and I both had the same thought. We took a you know a quick three-minute break in the car to, to warm up a little bit, get the Twitter fingers back to work. But he walked by, and I think we both kind of looked up and were like, Who, who's that? You know, he's a, a physically impressive kid that, you know, certainly looks the part of a Div- Division One linebacker. And so, obviously, you know, we go – we start chatting with him. And sure enough, you know, Texas is already recruiting them pretty hard, and it's not just the coaching staff, as you mentioned. You know, Jordan Johnson, Rubel, Jarek Gibson. Uh, this is what I would say very important about Texas being able to infiltrate some of the big powerhouses nationally. They replenish and reload talent year in and year out. And so, if you're able to walk into a modern day or an IMG Academy or a DeSoto mm-hmm. in Duncanville, that trickles down and certainly helps you in years, you know, years on uh, as the cycles progress. We'll get into the DeSoto talk later on, but. <laughs> For IMG specifically, Texas has not had a lot of success there over the past couple of years, but getting Gavin Nix on the campus, tremendous for Johnny Nansen early on in his Texas uh, tenure, uh, and Texas certainly has some ties there as well to make things a little interesting. Really impressive prospect. Again, I, I have to reiterate that. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, you know, talking about impressive prospects, I, I, obviously we're not getting to see these kids work out, but who stood out to you from a physical from a physicality standpoint, you know, like impressed you right when you first laid eyes on them today. I have one in mind. I'm interested to hear who you're going to say. I think there was two and they're on the same team and on the same position. And that's (laughs) crazy to me. Texas is having a very stacked, very impressive offensive line group on campus this weekend. Mm -hmm. Two names that I think you Texas fans need to be familiar with are out of Bridgeland. Uh, Jonte Newman, who has been on campus in July and, and, and back for a game, and Ryan Foji. And I, I know that we haven't necessarily talked about him a whole lot. He's kind of new to the recruiting scene. This is a kid that I that I saw in person and instantly said, whoa, 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 what do we have here? Very impressive. He has a great uh, a build to him. He's got uh, athletic uh, lower body, a lengthy upper body, exactly what you want as a true tackle prospect. Oh, and he's new to the offensive line. Like he was uh, a sophomore on JV playing defensive line. And so he flipped over this past season, started the the, the kick step, started pass setting, 
Good things are happening for him. I think he is a, a, a true tackle prospect, someone with the lengthy arms, as I mentioned earlier. The tape doesn't lie. There's a lot of potential there. Texas is tapping in early, and he's someone that I really was impressed with just in the, the shorts, the uh, I guess not shorts, but the jacket and pants <laughs> that we saw him arrive in. I thought he looked like he could be a Division One offensive tackle. But I wanted to hear what you have because it, we talked about it beforehand, and it's I, I believe it's on the same side of, of the ball here. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And I, mine's probably not a surprise to anybody. But, you know, CJ, I mean, I'm, I'm 6'3", 200, 205. So it's not like I'm small by any means. But I felt so small standing next to Byron Washington, the offensive lineman out of DeSoto. Of course, we'll talk more about his recruitment here in just a little bit. But, man, he, he made me just feel smaller than I think I've ever felt in my life. And it was oh, yeah. funny, I posted that video on Twitter and someone asked me, did, did you have to get on a ladder to interview him? Because, I mean, what, I think he said six seven. I can't remember what he said exactly that his weight's at right now, but six seven, and God, to me, it felt more like six eight. man. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he just towered over me. It's it, it just crazy, but just a, a really, really good-looking kid. Of course, we've seen the viral pictures of him from the state game. Everybody pretty much has at this point. Uh, but, God, you, you you knew it was him seeing him from 100 yards away. I mean, there was, there was no doubt, like, oh, that's instantly Washington. You know, it was crazy. Yeah, he he was, you know, one that arrived on uh, uh, to the arrival, you know, location. And immediately, like you said, everybody was like, oh, yeah, like, no need to ask who that is. Like, we, we know. He, he is every bit of 375, 380. Uh, and, and, to his credit, he's reshaped his body a little bit. He's slimmed yep. down from where he was when he visited in July. And I think that's a, a credit to him. He's working to get his body to the Division One Power 5 level. Uh, and it's it's taking the steps necessary to get there. But as you said, <laughs> big old boy, big, yeah. big time prospect. Yes. I, I, when I when I said I haven't felt that ever felt that small, I, I I truly mean that. Well, like I said, we'll get we'll get into his recruitment here in just a little bit. But you know, you and I we talked to a lot of kids today, and so obviously we can't get to all of them, or this video would be three hours long at this point. Uh, but what are some of the you know who's a noteworthy guy that that you want to start with to give Texas fans the latest information? Yeah, uh, Jabori Anton, the, the 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 top target, the cornerback out of Louisiana, uh, was quickly in attendance at Moody for the Texas and Baylor basketball game this uh, this morning. Uh, great to see. He's been to Texas several times now. I know there are plenty of other schools that are in the mix for him, uh, but Texas is doing a great job of making him feel like a priority. And then the other one I wanted to mention was Elijah Bo Barnes, uh, mm -hmm. the linebacker out of Skyline. Uh, he's set to visit Texas A&M next next weekend but Johnny Nansen actually stopped by Skyline earlier this week to watch him work out and he said it was really good to get to introduce himself with Nansen start to establish that relationship Texas has been a longtime suitor for uh Elijah Bo Barnes and and obviously with the turnover at the linebacker spot there's kind of a new chapter in which they got to build upon so uh getting him to campus this weekend as we've mentioned the linebacker spot for the 2025 class is pretty pretty impressive that is yeah. an impressive list that is walking in with the addition of Gavin Nix now. Uh, those names continue to roll on. But Nick, uh, but Barnes specifically, he got out of his car. And I, another guy where I was like, looks like he can start at a, a Division One program right away. And that's going into his senior year. So I'm excited for that. Well, staying on the defensive side of things, one, uh, a guy that I talked to is corner 
Corey Sellers out of uh, Shadow Creek. And, you know, he's fresh off a visit from Sark. Sark stopped by a school last Friday, and it sounds like that was an extremely productive visit there. Uh, he, he had a lot of really good things to say about Sark in Texas and, uh, you know, had high hopes for this weekend. Um, but one thing that really stood out to me, CJ, he immediately had no problem saying, I'm high on OU, I'm high on Texas, I'm high on Georgia. He, Of course, he also just came off a Georgia visit last weekend, and he's visiting OU next weekend. But it sounds like he's already kind of circling things down to those three and also looking at A&M, which he's going to visit here in the coming weeks as well. That's really important. Texas is uh, in the fight for a lot of in-state cornerbacks. We obviously saw them last year. Uh, last cycle, go out and grab a kid from Louisiana, IMG in the secondary, Arizona as well. So it's not like it, they're they're stuck within the state lines. But as we've talked about, establishing pipelines is important. And Texas is already uh, snagging a commitment from, from Shadow Creek linebacker Anthony Williams as well. So another sp- uh, spot in Houston that produces a lot of talent in Sellers is certainly in that conversation, as you mentioned, uh, having a top – unofficial top three or what we're assuming is a top three of of Georgia, Oklahoma, and Texas. Just goes to show the type of talent that he brings to the table and how coveted he is. Yeah, and and one guy I was really trying to pry information out of is one of the top tight ends of the nation, Keati Armstrong out of Jasper. And, uh, you know, he said he's wide open at this point. But one interesting note, his former teammate, Ty Anthony Smith, the linebacker uh, signee for the Longhorns, he's all over that kid, man, like telling him Texas is the place for you. All Jasper kids need to be going to Texas, nowhere else. I mean, it, it sounds like he may be the ace up the sleeve for the Longhorns. Which is funny because you think about his recruitment. Texas wasn't yep. involved very early. They lost a, a, a verbal pledge to USC. They then lost him to Texas A&M. You fight him again and late in the cycle, and now he's re- working for you, basically. How, how that's, that's just the new age of recruiting, and it's a testament to Texas to staying on him. And as we've talked about, establishing relationships at schools that produce talent is so important. IMG, DeSoto, Duncanville, Jasper now. How about it? Yeah, and, and you mentioned DeSoto, and let, let's talk about them. Obviously, a couple of DeSoto products there, uh, actually more than a couple, a handful of DeSoto products. But you you had a what seemed to be a pretty good conversation with Booby Miles, the 2027 kid, and I, and I talked to his father while you were talking to Miles himself. What, what was your takeaways from that conversation? Yeah, uh, uh, Ethan Booby Feaster, uh, the twenty-seven. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Miles. My, my, I'm, I'm over on Friday Night Lights. Feaster. <laughs> no, no, but I, I was right there with you. I, I, Feaster is one of, <laughs> is going to be one of the top prospects in the twenty twenty-seven class. Uh, we haven't talked about twenty sevens too often for a reason. You know, there's a long time before we have to really start focusing in on 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 their true recruitments. But this is a kid that's been to Texas now. He said five times. And he's a kid that is expecting to hit 10-5 in the 100 meter as a freshman in high school this spring. You don't see that very often. No. He's probably about six foot one. Uh, really exciting kid. I actually saw his high school debut this season against Allen at Allen, in which he had uh, a handful of catches for about 50 yards. First start at Allen. How about that? So really impressive kid. He talked about his relationship with uh, Jonte and Trey Wisner. Jonte actually texted him. Uh, 
last night to ensure that he was making the trip up to Austin and getting campus. It sounded like he was excited to see him in person once again. Uh, he talked about Byron Washington, uh, Sayol Reyes, the defense, uh, defensive back in the 25 class out of Duncan or DeSoto as well, as well as Tiger Wrighton, who we've talked about a few times, all of which mm -hmm. are expected on campus today. But Feaster talked about his excitement for Texas in terms of, you know, just in, in general, the trajectory that they're heading on. And he's one that you talked about receivers making big plays for guys that, at that speed that we've talked about Texas adding out of the portal in that 10, five, 10, six, 10, seven range. He fits the mold. And we got three more years to watch him develop and see what kind of prospect he grows into very bright future. Yeah. And what, one thing that I, I really enjoyed talking to his dad about was how well that he excelled in other sports. His dad was like, man, he'd make a phenomenal baseball player, but he's not patient enough. He, he wants the action. He wants the ball in his hands, making plays and even basketball. You know, he said that, that he's a great basketball player, but that his love for football is just unmatched. And if you're Sark, you got to love hearing that. Oh, without a doubt. This is a kid that the blue, from a blueprint perspective fits what Sarkeesian wants to do on the offensive side of the ball to a T. And I yeah. think that's incredibly important, as you said. Focusing on football is only going to help further his development at DeSoto. Yeah, and, and Sark's been on record, too, saying he loves multi-sport kids. And so, I mean, obviously he's playing these other sports. It's just football is his true love. And then, you know, earlier we mentioned Byron Washington. One thing that, that immediately jumped out to me, I said, Byron, are there any other schools that, that are really high on your list that you're really interested in besides Texas? One word answer. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that says it all right there. Like there's nothing left to discuss after that. That was that was the quote of the day, in my opinion. He is the the purest depiction of the hashtag big human movement that we are seeing <laughs> at Texas. Six seven three eighty. That's him. Yeah, no doubt. Well, is there anybody else that, that Texas fans need to be aware of uh, going through the rest of today's junior day? Not necessarily from a recruit perspective, but from a team perspective, I did just, just get a note. Uh, Texas portal wide receiver edition Isaiah Bond is on campus. Uh, he is at Moncrief. He is helping with the, uh, the junior day. He is uh, The word that I got is he is being uh, very sociable with recruits, taking photos, snapping uh, pictures, uh, you know, one of those big additions from the portal, one of those splash guys that yeah. Texas added this offseason, made a lot of headlines, obviously has a good reputation for being Alabama's leading wide receiver this past season. He's doing, you know, an unofficial meet and greet and helping with the Texas Junior Day to recruit for the Longhorns. And if that, as we mentioned, the, the quick turnaround for uh, Texas in this cycle to getting guys on campus and getting that snowball rolling this is another example of why it's so important. And so credit to, to the Texas staff and also to Isaiah Bond for being an, a really important piece for this junior day. We talked about who might be the guys to take over the player perspective from a panel side or anything mm -hmm. like that. Isaiah Bond walking in and, and explaining to recruits why he left Alabama to come to Texas is going to make an impact. Oh, without a doubt. And how, how awesome is that for a guy that's been on campus a couple of days now to right. you know take that step? And to just go out there and start recruiting for the school that, that he just committed to. You know, I mean, I, I really like you said, I, I think that speaks volumes, man. There's no doubt. Certainly. It, it, uh, it certainly is impressive. Yeah, for sure. Well, CJ, some other big news that we got to talk about that's not really recruiting junior day portal related is the launch of OnTexasFootball.com. 
Uh, obviously, by now you're well aware of our videos, but now we have that first web presence message board, everything. So you got to go check it out on texasfootball.com. And I, I know you're just excited about it as I am, CJ. Yeah, this is going to be really exciting. I'm excited to to build the community, engage with some new friends, uh, reconnect with some old ones. But this will be a, a really exciting time. For sure. No, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this video. We appreciate you tuning in. Like we said, head on over to ontexasfootball.com. By the way, you got to subscribe if you haven't already and ring that bell because there's just so much breaking news going on right now. It's unbelievable. And that way you don't miss a single bit of it. You'll get notified anytime and every time we go live or post a video just like this one. So for CJ Vogel, I'm Blake Monroe, and we'll see you next time.